Christchurch Airport's plan to build a runway at Taras in central Otago is being questioned. The airport has 750 hectares there. A group of academics says a runway would fly in the face of national goals to cut carbon emissions. Uh, Professor James Hyam is one of them and he's with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. We've got an airport at Queenstown, which is, what, an hour or so's drive from there. Do we need another one? No. No, we don't. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Uh, this, would, this would be yeah. an extension, wouldn't it, uh, by the look of it, of the Christchurch uh, operation. What would the proposal actually entail? Well, the proposal would entail building a new international-capable airport uh, in the very remote and... Uh, peaceful township of Taras, a very beautiful part of central Otago. Most people won't know where Taras actually is because even when you drive through it, you might miss it. Um, It's an incredibly beautiful part of the world, and the idea is to be able to fly uh, international tourists from around the world directly into Taras in wide-bodied, long-haul jets. That's the essence of it. But, of course, it also entails all the investment and infrastructure that is needed to support an airport. For example, you can imagine lots of tourists flying into Taras. Where do they then want to go? They then want to go to Queenstown, of course, which is about 90 kilometres away. Well, you can need... uh, Yes, you'll need need major infrastructure investments to um, either accommodate tourists at the airport if they're flying in late or early, uh, transport them around central Otago. It would completely change the face of, uh, of central Otago, which is a place that people visit because of its peaceful, natural beauty. So despoiling the very thing that they intend to come and enjoy. Indeed. Christchurch Council has, what, three quarters of the airport and the other shares belong to the Crown. How does that play into this whole scenario? Well, both have declared climate emergencies. Um, so this proposal really flies in the face of, of the values of, uh, of those two major stakeholders, which I think is really baffling. It's just, it's completely contradictory. Um, but it also contradicts and undermines all sorts of other um, regional, uh, national and global imperatives to decarbonise. If they were just using it as an extension of the main airport in Christchurch, maybe using electric planes, short hops and things, would that be a kind of middle ground for you? Could that work? You know what? That is a very interesting question, and I could I could spend an hour talking about the prospects for decarbonising air transportation. I just want to really say that there's a lot of hope and optimism around a low carbon or even a, a net zero future for aviation, but it is technically phenomenally difficult to decarbonise aviation. Airline manufacturers have been working on this for decades. In the meantime. We've radically decarbonised, well, beginning to decarbonise surface transportation through electric vehicles, for example. We've managed uh, in the last 20 years to launch rockets that we can reuse by landing them again, SpaceX technology. But aviation decarbonisation remains an impossible dream. It's such a technical challenge that it's really very dangerous to suggest that we're going to be flying around in low-carbon planes in the near future. Okay, well, who knows where we'll be in 20 years, maybe, but I take your point. Thanks so much for being with us, Professor James Hyam.